Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Live from our quarantine bedrooms, it's all quarantined up with your hosts, Greg Dietz and Josh Fisher. Hi, Josh. I thought I'd do an interesting one for 100. Nothing? Oh, okay. Uh, I-, I was waiting for you to do an interesting one for 100. I swear to I fucking Josh. <laughs> I'm not, no. Don't take that out of context. <laughs> I had fun with that, sir. Yeah, and I had fun Um, busting your balls about it. Well, everyone listening, welcome to the 100th episode of All Queued Up. Um, Holy shit. Uh, It's it's, it's quite of a milestone to hit 100 episodes, for sure. It really is. Um, Um, A lot of podcasts don't. (laughs) Yeah. We probably shouldn't have. <laughs> but I mean, we're they we're do? stubborn. And what are they going? What are they going to do? Send us the Rona? Well, it's everywhere. It's it's, it's around the corner. Is it? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you couldn't have told me that, judging by my fucking town. <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute. How are yeah. you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, last week, uh, a little bit of a transparency thing for you guys. I, I was suffering from a really nasty, um, tension headache because of the stress from everything going on. Uh, we had to, uh, do last week's recording in two batches cause I needed to <laughs> try to get rid of the headache. So the only thing Greg had on hand to take for his headache was like Tylenol PM. No, no, that- no, no. It was, it was ibuprofen. And then you had mentioned that ibuprofen doesn't really take care of tension headaches, and you and you suggested the uh, asa asa acetaminophen acetaminophen, which is what my mom takes for her restless leg. However, she only had the PM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like Tylenol PM or whatever that you took, essentially. Yes, 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 yes. I just want to be specific so, on that because I thought 40, it was funny. I said, yeah, your headache will be gone in about 20 minutes, but you're also going to go to sleep. No, I'll be fine. 45 minutes in, Greg got real goddamn quiet, and about 10 minutes goes by me and Russ talking. <laughs> and then Greg just interjects, guys, can we pause it for a minute? I'm like, what's up? He's like, I'm really fucking tired. I can't stay awake. I was like, go take was, a nap. I was quite literally doing like that like classic like eye thing where you – your eyes close and then you open it back up and you roll into the back of your head because you're trying to wake up. I did that multiple times. I was like, I, this is not good. This is not good podcasting, y'all. It was funny. So we came back about three or four hours later after Greg had a nap and we finished up the recording that evening. We had a great time. I think as a result, we had an even longer show than we had anticipated on having because we went, what, almost two fucking hours on that? Uh, I think a little bit more than two hours, yeah. It was, I can't it was, even remember. It was a fun convo, though. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, no, Russ was great. I, I, any anybody from the uh, the realm is more than welcome to be a guest on the podcast. 
Yeah, we uh, great I mean, hell, hell, I mean, you know, I do a show with him every week on Fridays, along with Nick and Sam and Rob. Rob's the only one who hasn't had the opportunity to come on with us on here. Uh, but Rob's an essential. Uh, he's a truck driver, so yeah, he's not he's not had any time off. He's been working mad hours during all this crazy stuff. Um, yeah, a lot so of people he, are, are yeah. getting a lot of overtime. What's pissing me off is there's a few companies that are um, not uh, taking care of their employees in that regard. They're just like, well, you're working ten hours on ra- on your normal pay. Mm-hmm. It's pissing me. Yeah. Off. Oh, there's a lot of shit out there that's not going the way it should go. Uh, but we're not here to get political about that or anything. And it's less political Just, and more like businesses need to take care of their fucking employees. Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. But of course, you know, a lot of businesses, when it comes to that sort of thing, the reason why they don't treat their employees well are the laws that protect them and cater to them and not the employee but you know yeah yeah that's that's a discussion for another time another place and i don't want to have that today because hey it's my fucking birthday um (laughs) it is happy birthday well it's technically not today as we're recording but the day that it publishes on friday it will be so happy birthday to me it's been a great fucking week I've got some excellent fucking news. Ooh, um, what is that news? I mean, you already told me. So I already know. So I was, so yeah, I know. I know, I know you already know, and I've just <laughs> told a, a handful of people outside of this. But uh, a lot of people that know me, and you know, I don't know if I've spoken about it on here or not. But I fucking hate my landlord. He's he doesn't fix shit and the place that we're in is in need of repairs. You know, as everyone who listens regularly knows, I am an amputee. Uh, and I struggle with stairs still, uh, because one, the main reason my prosthetic is ill fitting. It does not fit properly. And I haven't been able to get the new one because you know, Hey, I'm not going to a hospital for in a pandemic. I'm just not. That's just fucking stupid. Yeah. Yesterday, the uh, my 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 dad's doctors called him about coming in for a. Um, it was radiology, and I think they want to do a CAT scan. I'm not sure. It's radiology, but they wanted to schedule him, and my dad was like, "Not during a pandemic." And she goes, "Well, mm-hmm. we can reschedule for May." And my dad just goes, "How about a um." Just call me back in a few weeks. How about we do that? We'll see where we are. Yeah, yeah. Just call me back when the state's not under stay-at-home orders. Exactly. That's that's how this is going right now. Um, but you know, so I have an ill-fitting prosthetic. The porch, the front porch to the place. There's five steps I have to go up. Uh, now I lost my right leg, and the steps are up against the side of the house. So there's only a handrail on the right side, but I need the handrail on the left side to help me get up. So it sucks. Cause I'm having to like get a handhold push, you know, up against the side of the house to get up the steps. And it just doesn't work well. Um, regardless yesterday, Tuesday, the 14th, 
was the first day I left the house since March the 7th. Uh, the reason why I left the house is because we have been desperately seeking a new place to live for the past two years. Um, just something that's easier for me to get in and out of something ground level. Uh, so I don't have to navigate stairs, uh, something that is more open and less, uh, confined, uh, indoors. And we had been looking for two years and I got lucky as fuck and got an apartment. Um, it's, uh, you know, we rent, but it's a, uh, very nice roomy two bedroom, uh, apartment downtown here. It's like literally across the street from the fire department and ambulance station, uh, a half a block from the courthouse and police department, two blocks from the grocery store. Uh, it's like, holy shit. Everything's right there. It's off of the main road. Hi. It's off the I main street. A, I thought you said it was a three bedroom. I don't know why no. I thought it was a three bedroom. No, it's a two bedroom. This place is a three bedroom, but the rooms are much smaller. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's really nice. Uh, it, it's 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 off of the main street. It's back behind. It's behind a church. Um, church and a fire department. So the only time I'm ever going to hear noises on uh, people singing on Sunday mornings and if there's ever a fire. Speaking of that, a slight funny side story. Um, where my sister moved to in Missouri. Uh, you probably heard me open up a Mountain Dew. Uh, I did. Uh, Diet Mountain Dew for anyone worried about the sugar intake. Because I know I've said many times I'm trying to reduce my sugar. Nobody gives a shit about you. All right. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Um, She texted me the other day and she was like, I'm sure you'll understand this, Greg. And I was like, okay. So she sends me a, 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 a picture of a pamphlet she got. And it says that this church that's down the street from her house is going to be coming around to, to cul-de-sacs and neighborhoods to blast uh, not only uh, church or like uh, uh, Easter songs, but also do a, an Easter service prayer sort of thing. And that every family needs to come out to their front lawn so they can continue doing social distance, but still enjoy Easter as a Christian. Just FYI, my 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 sister and uh, brother in law are not very Christiany type people. They quote unquote believe in God, but um, they're not Christians by any stretch of the imagination. So my sister gets woken up by this loud ass fucking piano music at nine a.m. She's like, "No, no, this ain't fuck. This ain't cool." Can <laughs> hell it made me laugh. I was like, "I get your frustration, but no. you're not gonna pardon me while I laugh." <laughs> No, that's horrible. I would, I would be out there raising hell. Oh, it was I was cracking. I, I would, I would crank up fucking some metal, and probably go out there. Probably go Black Sabbath. No, no, because you know I like good metal. Um, how fucking dare you? This podcast is done. No, it's not. You're the worst. No, I mean I like some Black Sabbath. Uh owned their reunion CD that, that came out in the 90s. Oh, fuck 
AU. I like metal. There's no classification to me. There's no distinction. I like metal. Um, the but stuff yeah, that man. You like I, I can't get behind. So yeah, well, that's because you suck. Anyway, yeah, I just thought that was funny. Anyway, like I'm not sure. So that's right. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to. If anything like that ever happens, I'm sorry. There's some fucking members of a congregation getting fucking egged. I, I just don't give a shit. I'm sorry. You're not going to fucking wake me up at nine o'clock doing that shit and not expect me to not acknowledge your presence. Uh, well, depending uh, here, I think- people are still going and locking themselves in their churches here, man. Like I'm telling you, uh, now I alluded to this before we started the show. Yesterday was the first day I've been out of the house in just over a month. And Virginia is like California and like other states under stay at home orders. Don't be traveling unless it's necessary. Don't go out unless it's necessary. Dude, town looks like any other fucking day here. I didn't see a single mask on anyone. I didn't see people standing six foot six feet apart um there was like we had to go to pay our our to get our deposit to pay our deposit on the apartment we had to get a money order because the apartment complex does not take uh credit cards or debit cards must be cash money order or check well we don't do paper checks you know, I've had a debit card since like 2002. I've not had paper checks in almost 20 years. Uh, so we had to go get money order. And small town, the only place you can get one is the post office. Going to the post office while Misty goes in, I'm sitting in the car and I'm observing a group of seven people standing maybe 10 feet spaced between all seven of them waiting on a bus that, uh, comes around and takes takes people with no transportation or limited funding. Uh, you pay a dollar each time you get on, and they'll take you wherever you need to go. Uh, it's because, you know, this area, it's very spread out, very rural. We don't have public transportation, but this is a privatized thing, you know, and I think it works through Medicaid or something, but pay a buck, whatever. All these people just standing there, and these buses aren't very big. They only have room for like 15, 16 people on them, and they have the bench seats like on each side, like a school bus, only shorter, but I don't want to call it the short bus. You know what I'm saying? Right. So these seven people, even if they got on there, there's not enough space for them to adequately socially distance themselves per guidelines recommended by the CDC or the World Health Organization. Um you know, I see like three or four people get out to go into the post office and nobody's wearing masks. They're just walking around like, ah, oh, fuck it. You know, it's not here. It's in China. It's fucking here. People just don't think that it's here because they've not seen it yet because we are very isolated. But every county around us, now, this was as of Sunday, we were the only county in the region to not have a confirmed case. We're also the only county in the region that doesn't have a fucking hospital. Um, (laughs) So. Yeah. 
you have to drive 45 minutes to an hour in any direction to get to a hospital. So, of course, we're not going to have any confirmed cases yet. Right. I wish that was the case here in general, just because Sacramento and Elk Grove, where I live, is kind of a hot spot. Mm Mm-hmm. So every day that I leave my house, it kind of scares me a little bit. Dude, it scares me when Misty leaves the house. It scares me when you say, yeah, I've got to go to work today. I'm like, fuck, man. You know, one of my one of my dear friends, uh, Jose, he, he works in a hospital. He lives in the Bronx, and he works in a hospital. And he just lost a coworker to it oh last week. To it last week. I mean, it's... <sighs> It, it, I've got multiple friends that live in New York City, you know, the Queens, Bronx, Brooklyn, Long Island. Uh, it's just, and they're all. It bothers me. It, it bothers me. It really does. So when I see a fucking hairdresser, a stylist, today complaining because she's not being provided with personal protective equipment to perform her job. First of all, her salon is closed because there's a stay-at-home order and it's non-essential. She's going to people's homes because she said these people, quote, need their hair colored need their hair trimmed i said who i was like what the fuck i was like here's the thing i get the need for a haircut when it comes to just living everyday life i totally understand that here's the thing what i did um i cut the fuck off all my hair for two reasons a i was tired of my hair being long getting in my face and the second reason is I was tired of touching my face because my hair was too long. So I said, fuck it. Quarantine cut. Yeah. This lady said people need their hair colored and their hair cut. Sorry, you don't really fucking need it. You're not essential. You know, Um, I was like, people like you who have been told you need to stay home that are choosing to go out into the public and enter other people's homes, you're the fucking problem. You're the reason that we're not going to be let out from this stay-at-home order for a while. It's not going away in 30 days. I expect this to be happening. This is going to be the normal for a while. I still, you know, say that what I said on Twitter, I I mean it. Not Twitter, sorry. Was that Twitter? It was also Facebook mainly, but, like, if you think that this whole thing is um um how did i word that i don't remember how i word it but basically like if, if you're, you're not under- taking it seriously you're the problem and i have no sympathy for you no it was it was it was worse than that it was like if if you're not taking this seriously or think this is some political ploy you'll forgive me if i treat you like an idiot for the rest of the time that too i'm, I'm dead ass serious about that like this isn't some fucking game this isn't like some weird like plot. And if you think it is, you're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. Like, I don't well, care what side of the fucking aisle you're on when it comes to politics. It doesn't matter at this point. No, no, because this thing 
does not discriminate via age, race, sexual orientation, religion, or lack thereof, political affiliation. It's going to affect all of us in some way, form, or fashion. Yeah. Um, you a know, mine, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified every time Misty goes out of the house. Yeah. A friend of ours made a good point on Twitter, which I thought was really funny. And it was uh, that basically like Ozymandias was wrong. Humanity does not come together by an otherworldly threat. No. Um, they're xenophobic and racist and, and uh, self-serving and all this kind of stuff. And I was just like, I don't know if you know this, but that's literally the plot of the HBO show. <laughs> yep. I, re- I remember seeing that. And it's true. Which he responded. He was like, I haven't watched that show yet. And I was like, you should. Yeah. I think he would enjoy it too. He would. He very much would. Um, um, but yeah, man, I just, it's going to affect us. You know, I fear for my friends. Uh, I fear for, it's, it's I fear for my wife, man, because yeah, we live in a tiny town. We have one grocery store and there are a lot of times when she goes to the grocery store, the things that we need are not there. They get multiple trucks a week. So she's going twice a week. I don't like that. I would rather her go once every two weeks, but because of the lack of availability of products, we don't have those options and it sucks. So it scares me. Yeah. You know, my sister works in an assisted living facility with the elderly. She's a nurse. She has two very, very young boys, uh, you know, they are in elementary school. One's uh, kindergarten, one's like second grade. That's what they're going to be going into, I think. But Can I tell my something? mother, my mother lives right next door to my sister. She has double pneumonia right now. And that's isn't, yeah, that's isn't taking isn't taking her prescribed medicines because she doesn't like the way they make her feel. Now my sister lives 500 feet from my mom and those two boys are in and out, in and out, up and down between both places all day long, every day. And my sister works in a healthcare facility. <laughs> uh. um, the other day, I didn't really talk about this on social media or anything like that because it was something that I didn't want to bring up because it kind of breaks my heart, but, um, the other day I was de- delivering DoorDash and, uh, there was a woman sitting in her car outside of her house. I didn't know this was who I was order- delivering to, but she got out of her car and she said, DoorDash. And I said, yep, right here. And she goes, okay, just go ahead and leave it in front of my car. She says, I put a 10 on the, on the hood for you. And I said, is there a reason that you're staying in your car? She goes, yes, I were, I'm, I'm a nurse and I don't want to affect my family. Yeah. And I looked at her and said, keep the 10. Genuinely, keep the 10. Don't worry about me. Keep the 10. Stay safe. And uh, thank you for every, everything that you're doing right now is all I can say. And she's just like, she's just kind of like, I could tell she was welling up. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it upset me quite quite significantly. Like I told, like I think for the rest of the day, I was just kind of like quiet. And Dad's like, "Are you all right?" And I'm like, "I'm just, 
I'm upset. I'm upset that this is this is the reality we live in right now. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Like I mean, there are there are people that are working in healthcare um, and first responders, things like that. They are like if they have any areas of their home that they can access, like a garage. They're staying in the garage and not even going into the rest of the house to even see their families. Yeah, you know and those are the people who are fortunate enough to have those spaces to self-isolate. There's a lot of people out there that don't have those options. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It really is frustrating. This is why I'm very adamant, Josh, that if like, if if there's somebody that I know who is legitimately not taking this seriously and is not worried for other people's safety or, or health, like genuinely, I, I, want nothing to do with you for the rest of time and you are a massive fucking idiot period yeah like if i ever find out somebody i know did not take this seriously and was treating it like everyone was overreacting or whatever like i'm never treating you with respect as a person period. yeah yeah uh, uh, and even more so if by their callousness and carelessness caused a death inadvertently to somebody else um, you know, it's just, it, it's, it's scary. Uh, you know, and dude here, our grocery store and we, we have a grocery store. We have two dollar, uh, dollar stores, like a dollar general and a family dollar. Nobody has, there's not been any paper towels or toilet paper in a grocery store in a month now, nor hand sanitizer or rubbing alcohol. It's all gone and it's not been restocked the first fucking time. Yeah, we uh, for us, we have a woman that we know as a friend who works at the local Walmart, and she's been a goddamn angel bringing us toilet paper. I mean, um, we're we're fortunate that we've not had a toilet paper shortage, uh, but you know, it sucks that like even rubbing alcohol or hand sanitizer, you just can't get it. Yep. And I was looking, you know, I was looking, I was thinking, shit, I'm just going to have to go on Amazon or Walmart and try to order some, you know, and I haven't even looked at prices yet, but I'm sure they've been jacked up if um, they're even in stock. Not at Walmart. I mean, I don't know about your state, but our state put a cap on that. Like, well, um, they, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the governor has because our governor is pretty fucking awesome. Uh, let's just say that. A lot of people in my area hate him. So, <laughs> and if you know anything about my area, you know my area, they are a big fan of the um, national administration. So, of course, if I think my governor is awesome, they fucking hate him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, Virginia, this week we became the first state in the South. That makes it illegal to discriminate against anyone for any reason in the LGBTQ community. So proud, proud of our, proud of our fucking governor. He also fucking enforced a bunch of fucking stringent gun laws. Fucking happy about that too. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. You know, I'm I'm a very. I'm a passionate person 
And I, you know, I said I wasn't going to talk politics. I don't mean to, but I'm just saying I'm proud of my governor and of the decisions he's making. Yeah, you know, makes me makes me happy. Well, I was going I'm a, to. I'm, I'm I'm for people's rights. Oh, right, exactly. That's I don't. That's less of a political thing. Like we're not talking about Trump, or we're not talking about uh, the election, or anything like that. This is this is a a social situation, mm-hmm. and from a social perspective, this podcast is for treating everyone with respect, treating everyone with, as equals, mm-hmm. regardless of your sexual preference or what uh, gender role you want to uh, be associated with. Um, yeah. You're going to be treated with respect here, and uh, that's that's that. That's it. That's it, and that's all. Hey, um, and you know, nothing but love for our friends, and you know who you are. That's all we yep. got to say. <laughs> I have learned very quickly that through the internet, I have a lot of friends who are in different camps and different categories when it comes to what they are interested in, both um, for themselves and in others. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I've learned a lot. I'm not going to say that I knew everything going into anything, but I learned more than I ever bargained for. I've taught my dad more things. Uh, For example, this is on a side thing. Um, Thanks to the internet, I learned that uh, being a furry is not just a sexual thing. So I passed that knowledge on to my dad. Of course, I Truth. learned that a long time ago. But he, uh, <laughs> they, him, and my mom watch a lot of the cop shows on TV, and those cop shows get a lot of things wrong. A lot of things wrong. And they had this well, one uh, episode yeah. of a sh- of one of their uh, court shows where uh, it was about a furry who was like a sexual predator. And in the show, they said that that's what furries are, are just people who want to have sex with people dressed in uh, mascot outfits. And I told my dad, and I was like, nope, (laughs) that is incorrect. He was like, how so? And I go, you know how I have social anxiety? He was like, yeah. And I said, okay, imagine having such severe social anxiety that you can't do anything in public without feeling like your chest is going to explode. He was like, I've never experienced that per se, but okay, I understand. I said, now imagine that there's a way for you to do that, and it's dressing up in a full-fledged fursuit, head to toe. Nobody knows who you are except for your quote-unquote fursona. And he goes, okay, that makes sense. I could see why people would be really into that sort of thing. And I go, right. And since there's so many conventions that happen every year, this yep. is a great way for a lot of people to, to do some out-of-the-house things and connect with people. And he was like, yep. okay, all right, that, that, that makes sense. <laughs> so it was a fun little thing, but um, yeah, I just think, you know, just, I just don't get, and that's another thing is even if it is a sexual thing, why are so you fucking what? <laughs> so fucking what? I, I literally am in, in the ballpark. I always have in the ballpark of like, if it's not hurting anybody, what the fuck does it matter? That's exactly what I think and feel. If your actions and viewpoints, beliefs, whatever, cause no harm to others. More fucking power to you. Exactly. Um, well, I want to switch gears just a little bit here, Josh. Well, that's a quite a bit, actually. But um, we've been doing this show for, what, two and a half years now? Yep. Yeah. Um, the reason why we're only reaching episode 100 now is because for that first year and a half, uh, we were bi-weekly. So right. it took us longer to get to this episode, but we started the last week of September, very first week of October in 2017. 
Um. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Damn. Well, uh, yeah, it was about. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say it was about 2017. It was because you know it was May of 2018 uh, when I was uh, hacked on, and we were like 17 episodes in when that happened. That'll be two years hacked on. Had my leg uh, hacked off. Oh, you said hacked on, and my brain went, "You were hacked." Like your information was hacked. (laughs) Yeah, my DNA, my literal genetic coding was hacked. (laughs) I mean, you can see where I'm coming from, though, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just been it's been nuts. Like a lot of things have changed in our lives. You know, like Josh just mentioned, one of his things. Um. I, uh, one of the things that I had to deal with was the fucking gas station. Mm-hmm. That was a goddamn nightmare. Dude, fucking gas, speaking of, filled up on $14 today. Oh, um, it has been, it's, like, it's weird, like, I hate to do this, but, like, when we spend half as much as we were on gas, because it's so cheap right now. It's been it's been nice, even though the pandemic sucks. Oh no, I agree. Uh, we we got we filled up uh, for a dollar forty seven a gallon today. Uh, in California right now, it's uh, two twenty nine a gallon. Well, the our grocery store, it's a regional chain, uh, Food City. They have uh, their they have gas stations associated with them, and if you have the like little shoppers reward card. You know how a lot of stores do. Yeah. If you have so many points from your grocery store visits, then every time you get gas, you get 15 cents off per gallon. But on Wednesdays, which is today as of recording, it's 30 cents off. So Misty went and got gas just to get gas to fill up. Cause we're getting like three weeks to the gallon right now. We hadn't had to get gas since May the 7th. Or March the seventh. So this is the first time we got gas, and it's like two thirds of a tank filled it up for fourteen bucks. It's fucking oh, wild. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. I don't know if anybody. I mean, I'm sure people know this. If you're even kind of intelligent, um, California is a lot more expensive. Than oh, absolutely. And I do live in one of the cheapest areas of the country to live in. Right. So I was going to say the average that I usually deal with when it comes to gas is close to $4 a gallon. If not. Yeah. So having it be almost half that has been just chef's kiss. Mwah. Yeah, I'm like. See me do the chef's kiss thing. So I, I, I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> but in my mind, it was you smooching a peener. So. Why? What? <laughs> Sounds like a you thing, dude. No, I was, I was trying to make a joke. Um. But yeah, man, I mean, it's so cheap where I fucking live. The reason why I've lived in this, uh, the reason why I continue to live here is because it is so cheap to live. It's inconvenient and out of the way, but it's cheap. And with, with online shopping, I can get anything that I want. So I'm like, why move to a larger, more expensive area? It's nice and quiet here full of fucking rednecks and racists and idiots, but I don't let that affect me whatsoever. I mean, hell, social distancing shit. 
I've been doing that for years already. I was prepared for this. I know. I was going to say that uh, one, of the, one of the things I keep telling my dad that I don't know if I should feel bad about saying it, but I, it's also kind of funny. It's like as somebody who has social anxiety, this whole like everyone keeping their distance from, distance from me has been fucking wonderful. Like, I love it. Don't touch me. Well, I mean, I only have very, very, very few friends that live here. Um, three married couples and then one friend who's single. That's it. You know, and <laughs> I see them all about once a year. So, and not together, of course. So it's like, eh. You know, the rest of the people are pretty much don't like because of their assholes where I live. I just, uh, it's frustrating, <laughs> but at the same time, it's making this whole quarantine thing very easy. The transition is like non-existent pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I'd say the, this quarantine has definitely is probably the biggest thing that we've experienced while doing this podcast together. Well, I mean, well, I'm I saying mean, like like in terms of of uh, I did almost die, you know. I was gonna. <laughs> so I, I, I will I will say it's the second biggest, you know. For I mean, yes, it's a global thing; it's impacting the world. But as for me on a personal level, I'll call it the second biggest. That's fine. On a personal level, I totally get that. Um, that's more so what I was meaning is on a like a yeah grander scale. Because um, I mean, we've seen a lot over the past couple of years. A lot of things change and and things happen that have pissed both Josh and I off. Or we've discussed and and uh, what's um, what's fascinating yeah. is that I don't think anyone ever expected something this big, ever. What's fucked up is just a few months ago, we were making jokes about, you know, there's a fucking plague every hundred years. And then, <laughs> boom. Yeah. I mean, you know, that is historical fact. There has been a plague or a pandemic every 100 years for the past at least 400 years. So, yeah, it's funny that we just it's. I think I was listening to a po another podcast and was just like, it's hard to talk about anything else right now. Like it really is because it does affect every aspect of our lives right now. Yeah. I mean, podcasting is seeing a huge spike in, in, you know, listens and whatnot, not just ours, but just podcasts in general. Although, yeah, we have had a big spike in the past three weeks. So thanks for that. Um, but streaming, um, you know, like a lot of people are watching a lot more platforms, uh, YouTube and Netflix and Disney Plus, you know, are the big three really prospering off of this. A lot more people are streaming on Twitch right now. A lot of video games are being played right now. Um, so I want to ask you, um, speaking of streaming things, uh, and to try to get as far away from this topic as we can, because it's super fucking depressing, and there's other things that we could be talking about. Um, just to be honest. Yeah. Um, did you happen to watch the eighth episode of uh, Tiger King? No. Is that out? Yes, it came out Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Okay. Well, if you recall, at midnight Thursday, 
slash oh. Friday <laughs> Final Fantasy VII remake dropped, and I was balls deep into that until this morning. Um, finished the game this morning about eight o'clock. Uh, got to the final, like the penultimate boss last night. Got to it, and my controller died. I was like, "Fuck!" So I looked over. It was almost two in the morning. I was like, "Okay." I'll just go to bed and finish it in the morning. Laid down, fell asleep right about two, woke up at seven, fired it up. Got coffee, fired it up, finished it about eight o'clock. Uh, first playthrough was 56 hours and change. Uh, very, very fun, very wonderful, beautiful, and they have just incredibly uh, expanded on the original storyline. Um, did you watch that video that I put into the Discord with the the girl that voiced Aerith? I did not yet. No. Oh, it's so it's so nice. She just she has a moment where she, she cries a little bit because it's her first voice acting gig, and she's a big fan of Final Fantasy VII. And that was her first gig, and she did she did a really good job. Um, she did. Yeah. I've, I've I've listened to quite a bit of it and and like I've watched a few streamers been playing it and you know she did a fantastic job and that's the thing is that the, there are the, a lot the, of people right now a lot of young people who never experienced that game and have no idea what happens to Aerith. Mm. So that's gonna be fun on the bun. <laughs> yep. Um. Uh, but the, but uh, the the the, the dude that's voicing Sephiroth is the guy that plays Superman on the Supergirl TV show. Oh shit! I did not know that. That's funny. Yeah, and um, you remember the trio Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse. Yeah, uh, Wedge is the portly one. Right. Uh, he's voiced by Matt Jones, the guy that played Badger on Breaking Bad. That's uh, <laughs> that's where I recognized his voice. Yep. That's funny. Yeah, I've been watching that. I, what I want to do is, I was telling Josh about this that I want. I was, I said, we were actually talking this morning about me buying a PS4 just to play that game and maybe oh. Spider Man, but I can't. I, I like, yeah, I got my stimulus check in, but I need to, I need to be responsible with it. I can't just willy nilly buy a system. Um, I mean, from now until mid May, you can also get the first three Uncharted games and Journey, the remasters for free. See, the thing is, I've played all the Uncharted's, oh, except yeah. for, except for the one with the two women. I haven't played that one. Oh, have you played Uncharted Four? Yeah. Oh man, I played it at my great uh, fucking game. Do you remember a long? T- I think I told you about them uh, when my nephews were a lot younger and living here in Elk Grove or California. Mm-hmm. I say they uh, um, they own a PS4, and my brother in law owned a PS4. So what I would do is make sure that I rented through GameFly whatever PS4 games I wanted to play for the week that I was watching them. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Yeah, because I know there would be times that you would stay with them for like a week at a time when they would be out of town and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I played all the Uncharted. I also played um, Last Guardian and uh, a couple other games that I played over there. But there's also a YouTuber named MK Fire and Ice, or Ice and Fire, one of the two. And what he does is he does walkthroughs of games. And I use quotations on walkthrough because he doesn't do any commentary. He doesn't actually show you how to find things. He just does them and edits out any kind of like deaths he may have. Um, So that way it looks like just one continuous flawless playthrough. Nice. 
um, with all the cutscenes and everything. So that's how I that's how I got to see the entire story to Spider Man, uh, the entire story to God of War. Dude, if he's got Horizon Zero Dawn on, he there, does. He does. I checked. He does. Fucking watch it. Yeah, I plan on it. It's Dude, definitely that, on the plan. But that game made me cry. I've heard it's fantastic. Like everybody that's played it, it's just like how like that game and and Control get no love for some reason, even though they're fantastic. Really, Horizon Zero Dawn was a pretty big hit. What I mean by no love is that the people who played it go, "It's a fucking amazing game, and everyone should play it." And then nobody fucking like it's just not as popular. It doesn't people don't nobody. talk about it at like everyone talks about fucking God of War or Spider Man, but no one talks about Horizon Zero Dawn unless it's that one individual that did, and then everyone else around them's going, "Is it good? Did I play it?" So that's all I mean by that. Like, yes, it did well. But it's not as discussed as the other games. Um. But anyway, the um. Uh, the thing I want to say about Joe, the Joe Exotic episode eight, uh, it's not like the documentary by any stretch of the imagination. It's quite literally Joel McHale talking to different people involved or that were shown in the show. Um, but only some of them, not everyone. Um, they all have different opinions on, on the story that happened and, and, uh, like Jeff Loeb even says in the thing that he was not happy with how he was portrayed, but he understands that a documentary needs a villain. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) there's just a bunch of weird shit when it came to that, but it's not that entertaining. Like, Joel McHale asks some really weird questions, some arbitrary questions, and then he tries to be funny, which he he is. He, the jokes he makes are actually funny, but nothing is substantial or comes out of it. What I would recommend, if you really want a good episode eight, quote unquote, watch the half an hour to 45 minute long interviews that David Spade has that you can find on YouTube. Those are way more entertaining. Um. David Spade like goes in depths and get them gets them to talk about things. Mm-hmm. This episode eight is like eight interviews mashed into 40, 48 minutes. Huh. You get no time with anybody. Hmm. So that's my problem with it. But I mean, if you want to watch it, go ahead. It's not bad. It's just interviews. That's all it is. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, my favorite part though, spoiler alert, my slight favorite part was, Joel McHale asked Jeff Loeb, do you think Carol Baskins killed her husband? And Jeff Loeb and his, and his wife go, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You, you've you seen that uh, thing that people are doing, like taking his face and her first husband and like overlapping them and saying, well, you know, he was never named. We think it was him. Yes, yes, I've seen that. Oh my god, that's insane. I've also seen people putting out fucking like things in front of their house. It's like put the delivery here if you think Carol Bassett killed her husband or over yeah. there. Nobody in my fucking area is that cool yet. Well, to be fair, you know, the people around here, they would be the ones that would be working for Joe Exotic. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> They're they're the ones that would eat fucking Walmart meat pizzas. I think what bothers me the most about hearing people talk about that show is like 
people really bothered by the treatment of the of the tigers and i'm like that was the whole point of the documentary to begin with it just spiraled into how crazy everything was and someone goes well what do you mean that that's that was the point i was like that was the entire aspect or the entire reasoning for doing the podcast in the first or the podcast the show in the first place was to showcase how poorly these tigers are treated in these parks Mm -hmm. um and hell, that in the last episode before this bonus episode was released, you see footage of Joe back in fucking the late nineties when he first opened it, and he seemed to like genuinely give a fuck and cared about wildlife conversation and tigers in, in specifically. Yeah, you that, know, that's that how he came across. Yep. <clears throat> but it's uh yeah it's, 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 it, you can watch it if you want it's really inconsequential but if you want good interviews i highly recommend the david spade things on youtube <clears throat> which it's weird that david spade is now like a better interviewer than what netflix could come up with but <clears throat> whatever i always like david spade i, I mean, mean i don't have a problem with david spade that being said uh when asked when jo- i think it was joe exotic was asked like if you who was who would be to play you in the movie and he was like brad pitt or david spade and everyone was like david spade because it's basically yeah. fucking joe dirt <laughs> yeah yeah so, and really funny. i love i love joe dirt but i remember they did a sequel joe dirt 2 and it was like exclusive to crackle and that's the only way you could watch it and I downloaded the Crackle app on my PS4 just to watch Joe Dirt 2. And I was like 20 minutes in and I fucking deleted Crackle. <laughs> that movie was fucking horrible. I don't think I ever, I don't even remember it. Dude, I got, it was like five or six years ago. I got like 20 minutes in. I was like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> this is really bad. Jesus. I mean that's that's how I kind of feel about like uh, the Dumb and Dumber sequels and prequel. Like I love Dumb and Dumber, but the fucking I actually enjoyed the prequel when Harry met Lloyd. It was bad. I'm sorry. Oh, it was, but just Bob Saget screaming at the fucking chocolate bar all over the fucking bathroom scene that was funny. I mean, the movie has its moments, but overall... <clears throat> oh, it's, kinda... it's not a good movie at all. <clears throat> I, I had fun with it, let's say that. You know what's really funny to me is is there's a, there is a sequel to a comedy that I, I... I know it's not a good sequel, but I like what it did to it a point. Um, pardon me. Oh, God. Yeah. That's the Mountain Dew, boy, folks. Um Anchorman and 2. this is oh, Anchorman Two is funny as hell. Well, there's a couple points in it that are really bad. Like in my opinion, like the whole like, hey, let's stop any kind of funny and have him live blind at a lighthouse. I don't okay. remember. I just remember laughing a lot. the The funniest parts of it are the whole like him getting a twenty four or him being a part of a twenty four hour news network and starting the whole like sensationalism with the 24 hour news networks. Yeah. Uh, that I thought that was a really clever joke because it's also kind of true. Um, and then uh, there's a couple other bits that are really funny. And then the movie goes, Oh, he was blinded about halfway through or not halfway, like two thirds of the way through. So the movie takes a dead fucking halt and <laughs> has him go to a lighthouse 
for 20 minutes of the film blind. Um, which I, th- I, if I'm not mistaken, he's not actually blind. He just thinks he's blind. It's kind of a Ricky Bobby situation where he thinks <laughs> he's on fire. You're not on fire, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> um, oh God, <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, I do too. Uh, my dad and I were talking. Oh, that's right. Because you had me watch that fucking the the whites of uh, West Virginia, and the kid that's just like I'm all fuck up, Dennis. Just reminded me of the of, of I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. It fucking reminded me of that so hard. I was like, that is come at so you weird. like a spider monkey. <laughs> I'm gonna take all your medals, Granddad, and throw them over the freeway. Oh, oh fucking a! But um, yeah. So. uh it's just really funny that people like, I think my thing with comedy as a whole is that there are so drastically different forms of comedy that it, it that it is the most subjective art in my opinion. Um, because it's, it's, it's super easy to sit there. Like you don't go like, you don't look at different types of action genre. Like action is a genre, you know? But you look at comedy and you're like, there's dark comedy, there's dry comedy, there's, uh, you know, uh, uh, sophomore comedy. comedy. There's what's that? Wet comedy. I knew you were gonna say wet. <laughs> I was trying to avoid <laughs> it by just talking. I know. Hmm. <laughs> but you don't do that with action, which is really funny to me, or, or mystery, or horror, or like. I guess horror is actually you can do that because you're know, like psychological horror or uh, gory or whatever. Or suspense horror, thriller. Yeah. But yeah, you just you know with action. There is horror comedy. That's true. You can Shut combine the genre. One of my favorite horror comedies to this day is uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. You know, I've not watched that, but I've heard it's hilarious. It's so fuck. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but if you haven't watched it, you specifically, Josh, but our audience, if you haven't watched it, definitely check it out. It is absolutely hilarious. You know what's a movie that I consider to be a comedy, but everyone else goes, no, it's not a comedy, which is fucking wild to me, and that's uh, Cabin in the Woods. I've not seen it. Holy shit. That is one of my favorite movies of all time, genuinely. Mainly, I guess it's because I've watched a metric fuck ton of horror in my life that it is a, it is a huge homage to the horror genre while also being just genuinely a funny movie. Have I, do you know the plot of it? I've never seen it. So I do not know the plot. No, the movie opens up, um, in what looks like a facility with, um, do you remember the Hmm. guy who played the dad? What's up? What? What what type of facility are we talking about? Like an underground bunker type facility where there's a shit oh, ton okay. of employees going around and they're all wearing suits and ties. Okay. Um, but do you remember the dad from uh, Step Brothers? Oh uh, yeah yeah um, Richard uh, shit. What's his Richard last shit, name? Yes. No, <laughs> not Richard <laughs> shit. Dick shit. <laughs> See, that's sophomore. Richard that's Jenkins. Right. Richard, Richard Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah. Him and another actor who, if you saw his face, you'd recognize him, but I can't think of his name or another role that he was in for the life of me. They are the m- main characters, give or take. And um, 
they start off the movie talking about daily work annoyances. Nothing substantial. Talking about how it's just another day of clocking in. And they they start to drive on little like a little cart towards where they need to go because it's like a like a cement bunker sort of thing. Um, and then the, all of a sudden the words across the screen of Cabin in the Woods pops, pops up. And you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? And then it goes to some uh, some teenagers, some college students slash high school students that I don't re- I don't really remember. Not that it fucking matters, but you notice something about this group of friends. They are the classic stereotypes in a horror movie. You have the slutty girl, you have the nerd, you have the stoner, you have the jock, yada, 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 so on and so forth. And you're like, this is very strange. Um, they stop off at a gas station heading towards a, heading towards a cabin that one of their dads owns. And uh, they stop by a gas station and the gas station attendants were like really weird and kind of cryptic. Um, they leave the gas station and the gas station attendant calls somebody. He's actually calling the two guys you saw in the beginning of the film. Those two guys, then their job is to, um, basically create a, a horror movie like scenario to sacrifice a group of, of young people, uh, for something. And I won't tell you what, cause that is a spoiler. Um, yeah, I think it's on Hulu. I could probably watch it this evening if I wanted. Yeah, please do. It's, it's, it's so fucking good. And the ending is great. Uh, but one of, I think the thing, the thing that made me laugh the hardest in it is that this is clearly something that the world does. Like you kind of see Japan doing it a little bit in a couple other countries, but for the United States, it's like our classic, you know, slasher, you know, horror movie kind of things. And, uh, there's a whiteboard that the two guys have with a shit ton of, of horror movie monsters and everyone in the, in the area is taking bets on which one the kids are going to accidentally choose. Hmm. So, but yeah, I'm, I'll, that's, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. It's it, like I said, it is an homage to horror movies and it is genuinely fucking funny. Um, but people constantly argue with me that it's a horror movie, like a legit horror movie because it has horror movie elements. But I constantly say, like, not in a traditional sense, it's, by any stretch of the imagination. It's literal description. It's an American horror comedy film directed by Drew Goddard in his directorial debut. There you go. Produced by Joss Whedon, yep. written by Whedon and Goddard. Yep. And it's got Hemsworth in it. Yep. I. Oh, okay. I bet, I bet the dude you were thinking of that is the partner with Jenkins, uh, Bradley Whitford. Yes, 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 yes. He's yes. the dude. He was the dude in Billy Madison. You yes, know, yes, Eric yes. that was going to get the hotels. Yes. <clears throat> You're yeah. Welcome. So those two, those two are the star of the film. They are fucking hilarious. Okay. Um, and there's also a surprise guest. So don't look too deep into that IMDb. I didn't look at IMDb. I was looking at the Wikipedia entry. Okay. Just just looking at the starring, you know, the cast role, and it's just showing the top build, like, main eight characters, I guess. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, there's there's a surprise role in it that I fucking love to death. But I won't say it. I was avoiding it intentionally because they don't show up until literally the end of the film, so. I'll check it out. But, yeah, if you're going to watch that or Tucker Dale versus Evil, like, please do. They're, They're 
if you like horror movies in any way, stretch or form, they're fucking amazing. Um, Tucker and Dale's is interesting because it is, it's two hillbillies who live in the woods and they just live their everyday life. And they're kind of, they're just, a, they're just two simple, good old boys. And there's a bunch of kids who go into the forest to camp, but they're not technically supposed to be there. And um, <laughs> by accident, Tucker or Dale, I don't remember who scares them to which then by an accidental circumstance, they keep uh, uh, accidentally killing themselves. Hmm. Like they, they start to run like the first death in the movie is uh, they're all running from the campsite. And one of the kids looks behind him and then looks forward and like a tree branch that's kind of splintered and coming off the ground just goes right through his head. Hmm. All right. Well, don't tell <laughs> so me we'll, anything else. No, no, no. That's in the beginning of the movie. That's like, early. okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I don't tell <clears throat> past like 30 minutes. Like, genuinely. Okay. Okay. But the whole movie is, is kind of around that theme and it's so fucking funny. Um, for Tucker and Dale versus speaking, Evil, the two main speaking two main of funny are really funny too. Speaking of funny, look at your screen. Why is that funny? Do you not get it? Okay, now I got it. My girl, my girl. It's a picture of Thomas J, a young Macaulay Culkin, being swarmed by bees, but all the bees have been replaced with headshots of B. Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking took me a second. I was like, I was like, I don't. Why is Macaulay Culkin like trying to swat away B. Arthur? Um... <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, for our audience, I want to let you guys know that we're not going to be choosing a uh, a couple shows to watch for a hot minute. Uh, for the meantime, while Josh is uh, moving to his new house, we're going to just be doing some uninhibited every week. Yeah, um, the next. Thing. For the next two weeks, I'm going to be busy packing and organizing, calling and getting things set up to get transferred. I called about a moving van today because I was looking for movers this morning, Greg. And guess what? There's not any of around here. There's not a moving company around here. So what are you going to have to do? I don't fucking know because I physically cannot move things. Yeah, I, I can't carry anything that weighs more than a few pounds. I have an ill-fitting prosthetic. I mean, I can literally take three fingers and stick into my prosthetic where it meets my leg. That is not safe. No, it's not. <laughs> maybe, maybe the best way that you guys can handle this is a cart of some kind that you can maybe move on <clears throat> wheels. I don't know. I'm just thinking outside the box here. Well, I mean... Like, I mean, Misty is five foot two. Uh, she's 140 pounds. She's little as fuck. There's literally furniture that's heavier than her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I can't, I can't physically help her carry it. And, you know, she's, I, I'm going to have to get a pair of guys to fucking move this stuff, but there's no professional moving companies. I looked up. And every one of them, the numbers were disconnected. Jesus Christ. The following, the, the number you have dialed is no longer in service. But I'm like, fuck, there's no moving company in my town, in the county. And like, if I want to get, we, we have a Honda CRV. So 
we can't haul furniture in it. We can fill it up with some boxes in the hatch and the back seat and everything, but we can't haul anything with it. Um, so I called about a U-Haul. U-Haul is no problem. Just got to go a town over, two towns over to get one. Um, but they're cheap enough and Misty can drive it, but it's getting it loaded and getting the shit unloaded and into the new place. That's the problem I'm running right. into. <clears throat> well, so that's unfortunate. Fuck yeah. No joke. And, and you know, it's going to be hard to find just a pair of people willing to do it in the midst of a pandemic. True. It's like, I need you to come in and get all this shit that's been boxed up and take it into this new place, but stay six feet a fucking way from each other and me and my child and wife at the same fucking time. It's going to be fucking, that's the only stressful thing. But, you know, here's the thing. I've got to get out of this place. I have to. This is an essential thing. It's got to happen. I mean, the other thing I'm thinking of is that, like, maybe you are going to have to take everything in small, like all your like collectibles and stuff in small increments that you can carry. I mean, that stuff I'm already starting to box up because I kept all the original boxes in anticipation of moving out of this place finally. So I've already started prepping that a lot. Most all of my stuff's going to be easy as fuck to just get together and load up and go. Yeah. Um, and I wish I lived over there. Cause then I could just fucking help you. I could just say, fuck it and help you. But yeah yeah believe me uh i understand Four thousand miles away three thousand three three sir god damn it It, all right it's it's unfortunate but you know i'll figure it out uh hey if you're local and willing to help and listen to this let me know hit me up (laughs) yeah please do because I'm a little concerned about that. <laughs> Dude, I'm extremely concerned about it after today. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm excited as fuck to get into the new place. I was like, well, we're going to have to hire movers. Anytime I've ever moved around here, it's pickup truck, multiple loads, or U-Haul, you know, people helping. Well, there's a reason that it's always been done like that, I guess. Because there's no movers. It's like, oh, you can get an estimate from a professional moving company and they'll come to you, but you're looking at hundreds and hundreds of dollars minimum. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, we should wrap this up just because I, two things. I want to take care of a few things today and you um, also want to take a nap. I do. I really badly want to dig a nap. Well, I fucking woke up way too early and then I wanted to get stuff done and uh, take a nap before we recorded, but that just did not fucking happen. So, but that's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Well, you know, before we get out of here, I just want to say huge thanks to all of our listeners. Um, You know, we love the fact that you listen. We've gotten some wonderful feedback over the past two and a half years of various feedback, you know, nice reviews, nice comments left here and there. Uh, we've had some fantastic guests come on the show. 
Uh, so I want to thank all the people that have come on the show and done a show with us. Uh, you know, and yeah, the crazy dude, opportunity to interview uh, Brian Volkweiss. Yeah, that was that was, that was tremendous, and I love that episode. Um, it, he was such a cool and down to earth guy. You know, um, yeah. but I mean, that, that, that's still a standout moment for me for this, uh, podcast really, uh, Doug getting to do that, but dude, I mean, I love all the people that have helped make this possible, but they're just thanks to you. I mean, you asked me, would I be interested? You know, I mean, we were already friends. Yeah. Uh and and got along very well, but I mean doing this show together over the past two and a half years, I mean hell, I mean you're one of my closest friends on the planet even though you're 3000 miles away. <laughs> I feel the same way about you. I think I was telling my dad that like I I lament issues and problems to you that I don't to others. I I feel I feel like I can actually say things to you that I can't say to other people, so yeah, yeah, uh, the same here. I mean, it's it's been wonderful doing this as much as we've gotten to do, and I have fun doing it every week. Look forward to it every week. Hold on, I got to clear my throat. Uh, mute button. Sorry about that. Now I can talk again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I have a blast every week. Love doing this. And I, I'm going to continue to want to do this for as long as fucking possible. Uh, you know, uh, I don't want to want to stop, you know, and maybe our format changes again in the future because we're probably going to switch things up from time to time because we don't want things to feel stale, but God damn, has it been fun? Uh, I, I, uh, I, I had this idea. I've talked about it before, I think, but I had this idea back in like 2015 2016 when um i went to uh the first magfest with half yeah. energy tank and i remember talking to who's michelle now at the time they were brian um i remember talking to them about how i wanted to do this podcast i was like i want to do a i want to do a podcast where i review netflix shows because i watch netflix shows all the time but i almost never have anyone to talk to them about and i, yeah. I remember that the reason the reason I chose you, the reason I asked you was because you would come on to my Saturday show that I did for half empty and you would pop into the discord and we'd always talk. But I, I noticed that you watched a lot of the same shows that I watched on Netflix mm -hmm. and we would talk about them on, uh, on the stream. Yeah. And I was like, I have a really good discourse with this guy. I should definitely do the show with him. And uh, little that I know that not only would it build to what our friendship is now, yeah, that we'd be doing this for a hundred fucking episodes and more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell, we didn't know how it was going to go. Well, uh, it started off kind of shitty because we weren't uh, doing it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And no offense to Anthony, but you know, I if he hadn't gone out of town that week and we were wanting to keep 
the show consistent and have an episode put out on time. And I'm like, I'm going to learn how to do this, you know, and I learned. Yeah. And that's a, that's a big thanks to you because you took that initiative where I couldn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I, I'm really happy that you wanted it. Cause like, honestly, if you were just like, eh, I don't feel like it, the show would have ended at episode five. Well, six. <laughs> Because it was, it was after the first six episodes that... I thought it was five. <laughs> yeah. I think it was episode seven was the first one that I did. Uh, well, I remember but, the biggest issue we had was like one of the best shows that we watched on this show on this, for the show was Dark. And we recorded that review... Four times. Five? Four times. Four times. Four times. And... At the time, we were trying, we were still, we started originally as a video podcast. Yep. Greg was on camera. I was on camera. And for the first seven episodes, they were on YouTube. They're not anymore. Um, we were doing it on video because it was pre recorded. But I was like, you know what? Audio is easier. And then I was making YouTube videos to go with the audio version and doing like slides and screenshots and shit like that. But that's extremely time consuming. And honestly, you get more audio downloads and listens than you do YouTube listens, views, what have you. Yeah, um, what I what I wanted to use the uh, <laughs> YouTube for was um, making short clips that people could share. Yeah, shareable things, I should say. Which maybe we'll get to that one day, but today's not the day. <laughs> oh, this I mean, year, this year has already been pretty rough, and last year was also rough. So, um, I think the one thing that we can take away, Josh, that you and I can take away from this is that our uh, stick-to-itiveness for wanting to do the podcast, regardless of what's going on in our lives. Yeah, yeah. This has um, also been a good sanctuary for us too to to keep coming to and and uh, just not think about any kind of regular day life problems. Even though we spent the first twenty five minutes of the show bitching about very sad things. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's more more in line well, with just venting. Yeah, yeah. Having uh, having a vehicle to do that with, so yeah. Thank you and, for putting up with our shit. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, hairdressers. I'm sorry, you're not essential right now. Just relax and wait on your stimulus check. You know that good old socialism you were bitching about today in your post. <laughs> I got my socialism already. As a matter of fact, Misty. y'all might be hearing a new mic for me too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Greg got a new microphone yesterday, and it sounds wonderful. It was literally um, the last one in stock too. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, Misty got hers this morning. I will get mine either tomorrow or Friday uh, or today. Hey, my birthday. Happy fucking birthday to me. I mean, it's a great week. You know, I got I got a new Transformer. I got a new I got a gift from my buddies on MPSP Theater. I'm going to wait and open it up on air tonight on the show, uh, you know, and like Misty's gift to me is basically she's like Madison. We got her a laptop for Christmas, a Chromebook anyway. uh, And I got accidental damage coverage on it. And it's a good thing I did because 
guess what she accidentally did? Damaged the fuck out of the screen to where it had to be replaced. Uh, but the company I got it through, they just refunded me. But I bought it on Amazon, so they refunded me in the form of an Amazon gift certificate. Well, the same model that I bought, I bought on sale is a $400 Chromebook that I got for 200 bucks. But Best Buy, gotta love Best Buy, because on Easter two years ago, I bought Misty a new PC. And then this year on Easter, I got Madison the same model Chromebook that I've got her that's normally 400 bucks on sale at Best Buy for 200 So I put that on my credit card, and Misty's like, we'll just use that. 200 that you got back for her chromebook and just buy yourself something for your birthday i was like okay (laughs) yay i know that i know that my folks don't have a whole lot of money and every year they're not they haven't been able to do anything for my birthday for a long time and i'm really 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 hoping that they do something nice i'm not asking for like a gift i'm not asking for them to go out and fucking buy me something or order something online but like just just some proper acknowledgement, you know. So, a hooker? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Hooker. Awesome. Yeah. yeah awesome. Yeah. Or, or even better, you know, just to save money, a flashlight will work. Fair enough. <laughs> and it's reusable. I just throw in the dishwasher. Yeah, you definitely want to go with the dishwasher safe model. Um. <laughs> I mean, hand washing, I don't know about you, but I got big hands. Uh, really big hands. So so funny don't side wanna... story. Uh, one of the streamers that I watch occasionally named Milton T. Pike, he does the GTA roleplay stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just in case anyone has forgotten that I've mentioned him ad nauseum over yeah. the course of years. Uh, uh, he, was, he tells this story on stream from time to time that um, when he was in the army, there was a uh, there was one flashlight amongst like twenty dudes, and uh, if it was your day to use it, um, <laughs> it was gross because they would he would hear in the shower like guys using it, you know, you hear the squish sound like, yeah, and then they'd moan because they finished, and then they would just walk out into the common area and squeeze out everything into the fucking sink like it was toothpaste. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> Fucking lost. Well, that. I don't know if well, you've actually ever seen a flashlight, Josh. I, I'm I'm yes, I have. Okay. Not in person, but I've seen pictures. Um, you know, because I don't need a flashlight because I have a wife. Fair. Who's uh very generous. I um, uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, because like that's and, the thing, is it's just it's just like a silicone tube that feels good on the inside that has like a hard flashlighty type of shell on it so all you gotta do is take off take out that you just grip it and rip it yeah yep (laughs) so yeah it's it was just i was just like i mean i i'm joking about the flashlight thing just for anyone listening i don't want to fuck a flashlight jesus christ he's already got one it's gross Uh like that's the thing if you know me you know like jolene um like human human things that come out of the human body gross me out a lot. Even your own? Even my own. Huh. So. Dude, I, I would love to see somebody just take a freshly used flashlight and just squeeze the contents out of it in front of you. Oh, I'd, I'd probably gag. I don't That's know if I'd throw it, but I'd definitely hilarious. gag. 
you you do realize that the title of this episode now is going to involve fucking the squeezing of the contents of a fleshlight, right? <laughs> I mean, if you want to go there, sure. I'm not arguing with you about it. Well, no, no. Like I said, I have a wife. I don't need to go in a fleshlight. I didn't say you had needed to. <laughs> oh, God. Um, me. Well, let's wrap this up. Because I'm going to take a nap. Yeah, I'll let you get to your nap. But everybody, thank you so much for listening to 100 episodes. If you've been here from the beginning, what are you doing with your life? I, this is a this mistake. Don't do this. Um, I'm joking. God, thank we're you so ter- much. We're, we're terrible. Thanks for enjoying <laughs> our terrible. Yes, thank you for tolerating our bullshit, and uh, we love you very much. We would, um, we'd be amiss to say that anybody who's bought any shirts or mugs or anything with our faces on them, holy shit, thank you so much. That was uh, not something I thought would happen, but here we are. So just wait until we get the new design up. It's gonna have our asses on them. <laughs> See, that was sophomore humor. That was. <laughs> Um, no, but seriously, everybody, you know, follow the links down below. And if you want to follow me, it's easy to do. I'm public. I'm on other shows on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Tune in. I'm keeping it simple this week. Yeah. It, I, I, I want to celebrate. It's, it's, a, it's a great week for me. Uh, just let, you know to all the people that I know that are out there in this, this is including you, Greg, you know, stay safe, stay healthy. You know, I, I worry about your all safety. Um, I do. I have, uh, and our, our friend, uh, made me a mask that has Ninja Turtles on it. So I'm very happy. And she, she did a pretty kick ass job on that. That is awesome. Yeah, she did. But yeah, stay safe, stay healthy. You know, I, I want us to be able to do this show for a long time to come and not be impacted yes, by I agree. this. Um, but as long as we're able, we're still going to bring you guys content every week. And I just, you know, I love all of you. Yep. Um, but yeah, you. man, that's 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 me. Yeah, I mean, just Chub Rock Geek everywhere. That's where you got got any website, Chub Rock Geek. Um, you, I, you know what? You should adjust your fucking screen name and just put Chub Rock Geek everywhere. It's kind of like Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. Um, Boats and hose. I heard somebody the other day say that movie's bad, and I judged whether I should continue watching them on Twitch because mm. their taste sucks. But that's besides the point. Um. Anyway, guys. At the very yeah, least, uh, you should send them a bag of gummy dicks in the mail. <laughs> I, that's money I don't want to spend on them to begin with. So there's mm. that. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if we're going to do a... Here's the thing. I don't know if we're doing a Jackbox stream on Saturdays. We're going to try. We talk about it beforehand, and we see how we're feeling. Um, but follow me on Twitch at ChubRockGeek or twitch.tv slash geek so that way you can join us when we go live or just follow all the stuff like Josh said because we will post it there as well. Or at least yep. try to. Not, you know, a, an hour before we go live. Yep. Um, 
But yeah, guys, I think that's it. Again, no no shows for a while until Josh is comfortable in his own place and not you know bogged down with all shit that he has to do. Yeah, um, I'm going to be a busy motherfucker for the next three weeks because next two weeks, packing and trying to find help to get moved, get moved, and then probably a week unpacking. But this gives you guys time if you're behind on the episodes of our podcast and you're and you're trying to catch up with us on shows like this is the perfect opportunity to do that. So if that was something you're trying to do, there you go. That's that. Um, but congratulations, Josh, on the new place. Like Josh Thanks, said, man, super happy. Yeah, it's you've been wanting that for a hot minute. Um, the minute got cold, man. It's been so many minutes. Yeah, no kidding. I'm really happy with my new mic. I sound fucking phenomenal, according to Josh. I haven't heard it yet. I'm excited to listen you, to this episode because yeah, you sound much much better. I'm so fucking happy about that. I would listen to podcast the episodes like when we did the radio thing, and I sounded like I was a mile away. It drove me fucking nuts. Yeah, unfortunately, with the way that we record, there was nothing that could really be done about that because it's not individually tracked like the old way we used to, which admittedly sounds better, but is a hell of a lot more time consuming. And well, there's also the aspect of like, even when we were doing it, where I was recording my own audio and sending it to you, I still didn't sound great. Like you did what you could, but I still didn't mm-hmm. sound great. Yeah. I, I want did to what sound I could as good with as you it. do. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're never going to have a sexy voice like that. That's not what I mean. Oh, my bad. (laughs) My bad. You stole your your joke, sir. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I'll have to get a special box for them, too. And I got all all kinds of boxes I already got to start filling. So the jokes are just going to fly out my mouth whenever. Fair enough. All right. All right, guys that's going to be it thank you again so much for listening we will be back next week with episode 101 it'll be another uninhibited if you would like to join us hit up all the social media places that josh has mentioned earlier or uh, just we, one of them we'll check just, them sorry, <laughs> any one of them is what i meant to say uh <laughs> discord discord is probably the easiest way to get a hold of us um or facebook messenger you know for me personally there Either you go. I mean, I'm on Twitter more often than not, so there's that. But yeah, but there's plenty of places to contact us. We check it pretty often, and if you want to be a guest, we're more than happy to have you on. Um, and we should do next week, Josh. I don't know if you'll be able to. I mean, you do it pretty quickly anyway. <laughs> but we should do a uh, crazy headlines next week. Possibly. 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 No. No promises. No promises. Possibly. But possibly. All right, yeah. guys, please take care. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Listen to the CDC and the WHO. Not the band, but the World Health Organization. Actually, you can listen to the WHO. Not the WHO, but the WHO. Um, H-U, they're a Mongolian rock band, and they do a lot of like throaty vocalizations and use traditional Mongolian music uh, instruments in their music. They're fucking awesome. Oh, no, the you WHO. You sent me H-U. one of them. Yeah, they're badass, man. <laughs> um, fucking love them. Yeah, check out the Who. There you um, go. There's your music recommendation. Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah, well, let's do get out of here. Yeah. Um, we we'll love you. Take care, and we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. <laughs>